Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Finnegale Deputy Paul Kyo has lambasted proposals for a pandemic bonus payment to be made to frontline workers for fears that will create divisions within society. Siobhan is taking our calls on 53 and her text line is 087-3737956 in association with Doyle's Garage Courtown, the home of Peugeot in County Wexford. Good morning to you, Paul. Uh, good morning, Alan. Right, and Paul. I, listeners. I was just thinking last night, just looking back over the last year and a half or so, and uh, well, it's a little a year and a half ago that you and I first began almost daily updates and broadcasts because you were at the cabinet table in your role as Minister of State and you were bringing to the people of Wexford an update at a time when we were very much afraid, we were fearful, we didn't know what was happening. You were at the cabinet table, you kept us update. So when I heard the statement attributed to you yesterday, I said, I've got to give you a call and to find out why you've made it. You described this. 500 euro uh, as a mad crazy idea and throwing around money like snuff at a wake why have you taken your stance on this Paul? Well Alan um, I have been in politics now for uh, 20 years uh, almost in May of uh, next year I'll be 20 years and elected TD for County Wexford and have been privileged to hold that uh, position Uh, I was also privileged to be at the cabinet table in 2011 when this country was in serious uh, financial uh, ruin uh, as it was. And I recall uh, the Minister of Finance at the time saying we have enough money for the next three weeks to pay our public servants. So when I go back and when I hear some of the proposals in and around uh, rewarding people for working I have no issues in rewarding people for work if we can afford it but unfortunately Alan we're unable to afford it and the other big concern that I have around rewarding people for work is where do we stop? Who are the frontline workers? I know who the frontline workers are uh, but it's very hard to distinguish who the frontline workers are because I believe uh, uh, this was a whole of society approach. Everybody put their shoulders to the wheel um, from uh, the people working in our health services the whole way right down to local authorities Gardaí um, the supermarket workers uh, done, uh, they, they, they risk their lives their health uh, on a daily basis uh, I know of one supermarket worker who uh, got COVID out of work uh, who was very ill brought it back into her own home and some of her family members uh, became very ill uh, from COVID uh, mm-hmm. as well the bus drivers the carers the nursing home uh, people so this is this is something uh, that we have to be very carefully uh, tread upon and I said this is going to create a huge amount of division and that's the reason I took the stance uh, that, I, that okay. I did take. I don't believe anybody out there uh, w- doesn't want to reward and when I mean frontline workers I think the frontline workers the, the real heroes uh, are the people who worked in the ICU wards who worked with uh, COVID positive patients but that just didn't happen in Wexford Hospital or right, the acute hospitals right across the country that mm-hmm. happened in nursing homes uh, as as well mm-hmm. so the carers the people in, in in nursing homes so where do you stop with this so I, I, when I look at we are approaching a budget uh, um, uh, the cost of living is rising, inflation is rising. Uh, at this moment in, in, in time, our national debt has gone up by, uh, I think it, it's in the region of 234 billion uh, euros. We're borrowing on a daily basis uh, and we have a huge deficit this year. So, um, 
mm. I described it as this is like throwing snuff around at a wake. And when and, you, when uh, you did describe it, what was the reaction from your, your, your fellow? Because it was at the Fine Gael parliamentary meeting. What was the reaction? Because, I mean, your terminology was uh, colourful, to, put, to call it, put it mildly. Mad, crazy idea, snuff at a wake. What was the reaction from your colleagues? Well, well, Alan, I raised this yesterday morning, or during the day yesterday in the Dáil with some of my own colleagues, and absolutely every one of them uh, agreed with me. Mm. And maybe some of them hadn't got the courage to come out and uh, and and to say it, and that's that. I've I've no issue with that, uh, because yes, I was taking a risk here by doing it. But um, sometimes when politicians speak their mind, they get in trouble, and then they get in trouble for not speaking their mind. So I have been a politician who have always spoke my mind. I've gotten trouble over it. I've got in trouble with you over plenty of occasions for speaking my mind, and that's no problem. You have to hold me to account uh, as as a radio presenter for for County Wexford, and I have no problem with that. But this is what I think at this moment in time. Right. We have huge challenges facing us as a government. Okay. And some of the challenges that we have facing is, is the MICA uh, pyrite issue. Yes. This is going to run to close to 1 billion euros. Okay, people Paul, can, can I stop you for a second and just expre- express on this particular issue some of the views that are coming in. Uh, the first one comes in from Paula. It was the first text in and her phone line is open 053-914-5222. She says, for once in my life, I agree with Paul Keogh regarding the payment of 500 euro to frontline workers in the healthcare sector. When people choose to work in that profession, they know they'll be faced with all kinds of medical emergencies and they get paid for doing just so like everyone else. Where would it stop? Gardaí, teachers, pharmacy workers, supermarket workers, post office workers, lorry drivers, takeaway workers and the list goes on. Please God, things are getting better so let's all put this behind us and get on with life. Where is all this money coming from and when will we have it paid back? That comes in from uh, Paula. Uh, I have another comment in uh, as well uh, and this is in relation uh, to what about the postman who worked right through it that comes from Catherine and then Paul I'll let you answer this one uh, uh, why wasn't Paul Keogh so vocal when the government were rewarding themselves with their recent pay rises well maybe that text is that I didn't get a pay rise Alan from 2011 uh, from 2011 the whole way for nine and a half years uh, I did not take any pay rises either my ministerial salary or my TD salary so that's the way I will answer that okay. one Okay, and then look Paul the ESP workers have been added into, and I can see where you're coming from where do you draw the line like I don't think anyone would dispute ICU workers the nurses in Wexford General Hospital the doctors in Wexford General Hospital dealing with people who are COVID positive I don't think anyone would dispute the meriting but where do you draw the line because right through this pandemic, the volunteerism, the hero, the heroic, uh, 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 you know, output from everybody. Like, where do you draw the line? Well, Alan, like, when you say the nurses, and absolutely, I fully agree with you. But straight away, then I'm going to have someone saying, "Well, a guard arrested a COVID positive patient uh, for drink driving." Uh, what about the people in the nursing homes? This doesn't stop at acute hospitals. Alan, I have been approached by before I even made my comments. Uh, over the last number of days when this uh, mad idea, crazy idea came out that we were going to give everybody 500 euros and maybe a bank holiday on top of that. Um, Like, I, I had nurses, I had teachers, I had guards coming to me openly and saying to me, uh, that um, that uh, um, this is cr- this is, and the word crazy mad w- was was used to me by people and that's the reason why I used that language that I did use crazy mad right. and these are people who were at the front line who were at the coal face uh, of the pandemic who have didn't need 
think they should be rewarded, who said, I went into this job, I went into this profession knowing exactly I was going to have days like this. And uh, that's the reason they love their job, they love their careers, and they love doing what they do. Right. But I, I, I then mess, uh, I spoke to another nurse who said to me that um, they, they went through some very difficult weeks and months, and they would have preferred if they had got some uh, um, um, uh, some counselling uh, from the HSE uh, to deal with some of the issues that they had to deal with family members um, and COVID positive okay. patients uh, who, who, who are on the verge of passing away who are unable to see or talk to All their right, own Paul, family members. The origins of this idea, can you clarify where this idea is coming from? Because like, there's a lot of confusion. Is it uh, Has it originated from your own party leaders? Uh, where has it come from? And uh, like the fact that we're discussing it and you're so much against it. Are you now at loggerheads with your party leaders over it? No, no, Alan, I I actually trying to think back yesterday where this originated from, and you might have said to me, uh, and I don't know this, uh, uh, I said I better be careful of some of my own radio contributions if someone said to me, do you think the frontline workers need uh, some reward? And I probably would have said yes. But then, in thinking of uh, the reward for frontline workers. What are the frontline workers? Who are the frontline? We all know who the real frontline workers are, and they are the people who dealt with COVID positive patients. But then I believe the person in the supermarket is also a, a frontline worker. The postman is a frontline worker. I'm only after getting a text message here now to say that the ambulance drivers are frontline workers. Yeah, so, yeah. like you know, uh, so th- th- that's the reason why I came from uh, uh, the position I'm coming from. We got uh, a brief yesterday evening from uh, the Minister for Finance on the budget. And and uh, not what we expect, but um, where we're coming from on the deficit, yeah. uh, on the borrowings that we have, uh, on the national debt that we have. And this is, I said, I, I, I intended saying what I had said last night. I, I knew myself yesterday what I, I was going to say and uh, and the reasons why I wanted to say it. This is a mad, okay. crazy uh, idea. And the, the, I think we're cre- going to create a huge amount of division. And if we go with a bank holiday, well, then we're leaving the back on the private sector. Mm-hmm. The private sector who were closed for months after a week after week, month after month because of COVID. And this is going to be an additional cost on the people within the private sector. Right. I don't want to see that either. Right. Uh, so uh, it, it is, right, people have said to me, we have less uh, public holidays than, than the European norm. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it, should we incur that cost back onto the private sector? An already struggling private sector who are trying to keep their heads uh, above water and uh, hoping for a very good Christmas. Right. Um, so this is this is the difficulty and this is the reason why, Alan, that uh, I came out with the comments I came out with. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.